Ohayou gozaimasu! Konnichiwa! Konbanwa! Thank you for downloading this episode of the Joshi Pod, where we talk about all things Japanese women's wrestling, Joshi wrestling. I'd like to first off thank you all for downloading last week's episode, which featured an interview with the Wrestling Observer's Jim Valley. If you haven't had a listen to it yet, go ahead and download and take a listen. We talk about stardom, his experiences with Fumi Saito from Japan, and his also his experience doing play-by-play for the stardom pay-per-view this last WrestleMania weekend. On this week's show, we'll talk about the top five headlines of the week. We'll take a look at the highlight show of the week, which was the Tokyo Joshi Pro Women's part in the DDT show at Rio Goku this past weekend. Uh, we'll also look at the calendar for the upcoming week. We'll see where the Joshi wrestlers are performing outside of Japan. And in the main event, we'll be chatting with the voice of Gato Move Pumi. You're going to want to stick around and uh, listen to that. Let's kick off the show today by looking at the top five headlines of the week. Headline number one. May you call her champion again? On Monday at Curriculum Hall, Mayu Iwatani pinned B Priestley with a two-stage dragon suplex to win the World of Stardom Championship for the second time. Iwatani called out Kagetsu to be her first title defense. The two will face off December 24th at Curriculum Hall. Mayu is also teasing a match with Arisa Hoshki. Earlier in the show, Arisa pinned Jamie Hayter after a shining star cutter followed by a shining knee to retain the wonder of Stardom Championship. It was Arisa's seventh defense. Arissa called out Konami after the match because Konami had defeated her earlier this year in the five-star Grand Prix. Headline number two. Nanae is bald. Nanae Takahashi lost her hair in a hair versus title match against Arissa Nakajima in Kanagawa on November 3rd in a nearly 30-minute battle. Nakajima could be seen crying while shaving Nanae's head. Nanae catches a lot of flack for her booking, but uh, takes a lot of gut to do what she, guts to do what she did. This is Nakajima's second successful defense. She won the Beyond the Sea Championship back in September against Takumi Iroha. Headline number three. Ten time, ten time, ten time, ten time. You get the idea. Also on November 3rd, Tsukusa Fujimoto and Tsukushi won the Ice Ribbon International Tag Team Championships. They defeated Azure Revolution, which is made up of the team of Maya Yukihi and Risa Sera. Those two are no strangers to holding those tag belts. Tsukushi's held them 10 times and Fujimoto 7. Headline 4. Miyuki Takase is named Best Actress. On November 6th, the Phoenix of Osaka, Miyuki Takase defeated Himeka Arita in nearly 20 minutes to win the vacant AGZ Championship at Kurokan Hall. The title was vacated back in September. Takase is the third champion. Headline number 5. Emi Sakura wants to show Riho she is queen of AEW. Tomorrow night is a pretty huge night for Joshi Wrestling and its international reach. Emi Sakura challenges for the AEW Women's Championship when she takes on her former student Riho at AEW's Full Gear on pay-per-view live from Baltimore. That's our top five headlines for the week, but there's a bunch more newsworthy items during our highlight show of the week. Tokyo Joshi Pro was well represented at the DDT Ultimate Party Show from Sumo Hall in Ryogoku late Saturday night California time. I'm glad I stayed up to watch that show. The big title change saw Yuka Sakazaki, who will be in AEW soon, defeat Shoko Nakajima to win the Princess of Princesses title. It was quite the match. Sakazaki won with a miracle, miracle girl splash. 
The Princess Tag Team titles also changed hands with Miyu Watanabe and my girl Rika Tatsumi defeating Niobe Ishiki-gun, Misao, and Sakizama. Rika and Misao were in a good versus evil fight, both trying to get each other to change sides. The good Rika prevailed. They're hinting at some turbulence in the partnership between Misao and Sakizama. Rika's trying to have Misao show her good side again. It was also Kenny Omega's big return to DDT as he teamed with AEW Women's Champion Riho to defeat the great Antonio Honda and Miyu Yamashita. There may have been some comedy in the match, but there's a reason they call Yamashita the pink striker. She might be one of the top two, three wrestlers in the world. At the press conference the day after the show, Yamashita said, It sucks that I lost, but it was a great experience teaming with Honda, allowing me to expand my horizons. Looks like they're setting up a Yamashita as the challenger for Sakazaki on the big Tokyo Joshi Pro show on January 4th. The back and forth between Yuka, the media, Miyu, and the Tokyo Joshi Pro staff was uh, quite entertaining at that same press conference. Uh, the media had some questions for Yuka. They asked, You don't care about Miyu? Yuka said, No. The media followed up, You lost last time you challenged for Miyu's championship at Haka Star Lanes. Yuka said, Yuka has no memory of that. The media kept following up, Yuka... It'll be your first main event for the January 4th show, which is the biggest Tokyo Joshi Pro show of the year. Yuka said, no, 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 and then stuck her tongue out. Also on that big show at Ryogoku, Maki Ito and Chris Brooks came up short, winning the gauntlet tag team match. Ito was great. She has so much personality, and it's, it's awesome seeing her boss, Chris Brooks, around. Uh, following up on last week's story, no word on if Ito's bicycle has been recovered yet. The Bakuritsu sisters, Nodoka Tenma and Yuki Aino, were also in that gauntlet tag team match, but came up short. Speaking of short, a terrible joke here. Those two may not be the tallest team in the world, but they sure do have some uh, quite a bit of skill and power. Tenma's a strong young woman. Asuka is now one of the five members of the KOD 10-person tag team champions. There was a lot of comedy in this match in the space-time continuum, which led to the finish. It's DDT, guys. For a short time, Yuki Kamafuku became the DDT Iron Man heavy metal champion by pinning a chair. Don't ask. If you're not familiar, this title is uh, similar to the WWE's 24-7 championship. Uh, she became the 1,435th champion, according to Wikipedia. Uh, other former champions include that aforementioned chair, uh, ladder, which had a retirement ceremony, a chef, a taxi driver, Hanakamura, Emi Sakura, Kyoko Inoue, a television cameraman, a baseball bat. You guys can probably skip ahead 30 seconds. I'll still be rattling off names. Koto Ibushi, Takako Inoue, Big Japan Pro Wrestling Ring Truck, a desk at Shinkiba First Ring, Rice, Kana, who's now Asuka in WWE, the ringside mat at Ice Ribbon Dojo, Asha Kong, Lady Beard, Rey Mysterio Jr., Laura James, Candice LeRae, Bus, Pork Bun, Trash Bin, Shayna Baszler, The Invisible Man, You, Maki Ito, The Other Asuka, Sue Young, and about a thousand others. If Kazuki Hirata is still the champion the next time I'm in Japan, I want to add Podcaster to that list. In a pre-show match, Hikari Noah, Mahiro Kiryu, Suzume, and Yumi defeated Haruna Neko, Mirai Mayumi, Palm Harajuku, and Raku. Uh, big shout out to Mr. Haku, no, not Ming. Uh, a diff different Haku, who runs the DDT English Update Twitter. Uh, it was life-saving while watching the show live. Give him a follow on Twitter at DDTPro underscore ENG or at Mr. Hakusan. Before we get to the calendar this week, let me tell you about our show sponsor. 
We want to thank our friends at Quiet White Designs for helping with this podcast. If you're a wrestler or a wrestling promotion needing an awesome design for a t-shirt, sticker, pin, patch, and so much more, reach out to the team at Quiet White Designs. Search Quiet Wyatt, Q-U-I-E-T-W-Y-A-T-T, one word on Facebook. You can also find some of their designs on Redbubble. Quiet Wyatt Designs is one of the sponsors for Thunder Rosa, who's done a couple of tours with Stardom, for her first MMA fight on November 8th at Freedom Coliseum in San Antonio, Texas. Kick some butt, Thunder Rosa, and get a kick-butt design from Quiet Wyatt Designs. Those in the Pacific Northwest are in for a treat. Miko Satamura will be in for on November 30th and December 1st for Defy Wrestling's Wrestle Summit 2 in Seattle. A little sooner than that, May Saruga will be wrestling on November 9th and 10th for Pro Wrestling Eve, the She Won tournament. When I spoke with her after a seedling show in September at Corican Hall, uh, May told me that she was very nervous but excited about the opportunity. Uh, she's got a ton of charisma and talent well beyond her years. I think the London crowd's going to fall in love with her. The She Won is a two-day tournament that has three blocks of four wrestlers. They wrestle a round-robin tournament. Maine's got some pretty rough competition. In Block C, she'll face uh, the tough veteran and former WWE superstar Jazz, Rio O'Reilly, who's out of London, and Jetta, who's another veteran and very talented woman. You get two points for a win, one point for a draw, and zero points for a loss. The winners of each group will face each other in a triple threat match. Other notables in the tournament are Nicole Savoy and Mercedes Martinez. Their winner will be named the Ace of Eve and get a title match of their choosing at Wrestle Queendom 3 on January 11th at York Hall in London. Tickets are on sale for Wrestle Queendom 3 on the Eventbrite app. Shoko Nakajima, who just lost her Princess of Princesses title, will be wrestling in Mexico City tonight for CMLL. This is the start of her excursion to Mexico. She'll be in a 6-1 match. Uh, one of her opponents will be Dallas, who was in with Tokyo Joshi Pro this past September. For those in Southern California, Stardom's Tam Nakano and Mayu Iwatani will be appearing at the Chara Expo on December 7th and 8th in Anaheim. They'll be facing Sumi Sakai and Nicole Savoy. Tickets for the Chara Expo can be found on their website, chara-expo-usa.com. I'm hoping to have an opportunity to chat with some of them at the Expo. Before we get to our big main event, I'd like to thank you all again for downloading the podcast again this week. Uh, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts from. I'd love to hear your feedback. You can email the podcast at the joshipod at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Eric San Diego and the show at the Joshi Pod. Enjoy the interview with Pumi and we'll see you next week. Arigato gozaimasu. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Katamu Pro Wrestling YouTube channels. It's my biggest honor to do the commentary for the greatest wrestling match of all time. We have Lulu Pencil against Anton El Honda. The legendary Lulu Pencils against one of the most beloved wrestlers in Katamu Pro Wrestling, the genius Anton El Honda, referee Aoi Kiski. Please expect the unexpected in this match. Uh, welcome to the show, Pumi, who is the voice of Gato Move. Uh, thank you for coming on the show, Pumi. Thank you for inviting me as well. And you are in uh, Thailand, correct? Yes, I'm in Thailand. What, uh, what's the wrestling scene like in Thailand? The wrestling scene 
I think for for wrestling fans, we have a lot of wrestling fans for a long time. But for for a company like the Move or the others who try to make the organization here in Thailand is still quite difficult. Let's see because Thailand there are so many sports, so many entertainment for for people to go, and the ticket price is quite cheap. For example, the Thai Premier League ticket you can you can go for like one dollars, two dollars. But for wrestling, you cannot do that, right? You need to go buy at least ten dollars for a ticket. But when you want to start something, you you cannot have uh, the best production compared to the football or the other sports that stay in business for a very long time. So that's why fans love to support what what is already good more than to 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 focus on something new like wrestling. Yeah. So is like WWE things like that on on TV in Thailand? No, what we have on TV right now is just like New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's all we have. Were you a, a wrestling fan as a child? Wrestling fans? You mean to me or or? Yeah, you were. Were you a wrestling fan as a child? Oh yes, I I start watching wrestling since I was about two or three years old. Basically, I cannot, I cannot remember when did I start. But for my dad, for my brothers. So we have some kind of the home video in the past that see me and my brother watching wrestling when I was like two or three years old. So that's good things. It's, I have a very similar story, but my mom used to take me to shows when I was very little. So I, I can't remember life without wrestling in my life. Yeah. Thank God we have a video recording. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how did you get involved with the production or get involved doing commentary, things like that? Okay. Firstly, before I do get the move, I... I need to go back to my early days in wrestling. I'm the co-founder of Gato Move, right? But before I worked with Gato Move, I met Emi Sakura because I was the commentator for Ice Ribbon in Thailand. Oh, okay. Yeah, so by the time I worked like Thai play-by-play for like New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling, to TNA Impact, to Dr- Dragon Gate, also Academy, and kind of like Ibuki, Crutch, Japanese fighting sports. I did that. So that's why I met Emi Sakura, and then we started to move together. And now it's on the stage that we try to to focus to to reach more international fans. So I try to do that to 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 do English commentaries, even if my second, my third languages. But yeah, we it's, I think now it's a good time for us to try to 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 reach to more international audience. So that's why we start. So you've done a commentary for quite a few companies. How, how did you get involved in the industry at all? How did, who, how did you get your foot inside in the door to, to start? Okay by, okay, by the time about almost 10 years ago, I can say when I was already in the, in the university student, the Thailand, the internet wrestling community is quite small. So me... I love to watch wrestling and focus on the details or even the very less details. And I love writing. So I love to write some kind of the interesting fact or kind of the articles on the wrestling stories nobody knows before in, in Thailand. So by the time I'm getting famous in the wrestling communities and then some kind of the TV, TV channels, they want to bring Japanese pro wrestling to, to the televisions and they make a research to, to get to any people who have knowledge about wrestling. So they reached out to me, and that's how I start. I go, go, uh, so I worked there as the producers. I worked there as the commentators. And yeah, 
kind of the business negotiations start from that. Did you get the opportunity to travel to Japan at all? To Japan, I went yeah, to you... Japan countless time, and when I go to Japan, I'm gonna work there as a ring announcer in Katamu Pro Wrestling. And what do you think? Or how how different is Japan from Thailand? The fact that in in Thailand wrestling is more like American style because the American wrestling WWE WCW stay in 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 Thai culture for a very long time. So the way we react to wrestling is is quite American style. But in Japan, the way they watch wrestling is more like the professionals. If you are in the wrestling business in Japan, you will call wrestling fans there as the professional fans. They will just sit quietly, looking at your skills and and judge you from what you did on the ring. It may not be something like you just go there to relax, you just go there to enjoy entertainment. But Japan style always focus on your skills, focus that serious as a real sport. So the atmosphere in Japan going to be a lot more quiet. It changed a lot this day, but it still cannot compare to the American styles or in compared to Thai audience. We have some of the YouTube matches from Bangkok and in Japan. You can check out and let's see the difference. Which which do you prefer? I prefer both styles honestly because as a uh, I own Koto Move as well, right? So. Gato moves a whole a whole different thing, so yeah, <laughs> that doesn't fall into either category. Gato moves is something completely different, but yeah, we, which do you prefer, the the American or the the Japanese style of audiences? I prefer both because as a promoter, what is good for me is what is good for the wrestlers, and I love to see, for example, when they bring some Japanese talent there to Thailand, and they need to work harder to make sure they can engage the Thai fans. Same as when I send Thai guys to Japan. They need to work harder to make sure they can engage to the Japanese fans. So, I think both style has the good things, and both style has the difficult things to work on. So, I love both style. It's just something that we need to to work our best to to make sure we can hit both in a good ways. So, you, your English is very good. How, how long have you been doing English commentary? Uh, I honestly, I just started doing English uh, English commentary just. When I start doing for Kato Move, because mostly I do commentary in Thai. So, yeah. so your your Thai commentary are you, are you animated like animated like uh, or are you more calm like you are with the Gato Move? Ah, uh, it's I take it more serious because when I did commentary for like a big companies like New Japan, they have some kind of the some kind of the how to say the emotions or some kind of the feeling that they want you to 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 commentary like this during this part blah 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 it's not so freestyle like like I do for Katomo. do you understand japanese do you speak japanese a little bit in in wrestling i can talk but i can read some but outside of wrestling i cannot you're doing the commentary for new japan or for one of those other companies do they let you kind of know what's going on with the the storylines things like that before you do the commentary oh, let's see because because the new japan thing is kind of the same footage we use for AX for the XS TV. Okay. So during the English part, I can understand. And during the Japanese part, they add subtitles. But yes, I need to work a lot harder to make sure that, okay, where the show located and what, what is good for that city is kind of the, the most detailed, the, the best commentary it can be, I think. So I try to make a lot of research before I do any commentaries. You know, because English is my second, my third languages. 
if I have only my pronunciation, not, not, not that good. So I need to work harder on the other part because I, I try to improve my English skill every day because I want to make it better. But it cannot be good within like one week or one month, anything. So while I'm working hard on this, I try to make sure the other part is good as well. So yeah, it's tired of the... Well, Tumi, I, I think your, your English not being perfect, I mean, your English is very good, but your English not being perfect, it, it's some of the charm, I think, of when listening to the Gato Move, uh, when you do your Gato Move play-by-play, there's some charm there that you're, you can tell you're not an English speaker, but you're, you're, you're going all out, you're, you're enjoying the show, and you're describing it, and you're describing it very well, and very fun. Well, thank you. So, let, let's get into it. So, you, you met Emmy through Ice Ribbon? Yes. Okay, and, and then she left Ice Ribbon and, and started Gato Move. In, in Bangkok, yes. How did that relationship grow? The relationship grow is, I think we had the same goals because she she wants to start something new in Thailand and I need to make that happen. It's something that everybody thinks is, is impossible to do a wrestling in Thailand, right? So when we have the same goals and we're working hard on that, when someone working hard together, I think the relationship grow easier. So that's why me and Amy become like close friends, become like a boss and the employees become everything, I think. So I think she's become one of the most important part in my, in the last 10 years, you know, I stayed with her for almost 10 years already. She's such a sweetheart too. She's such a nice lady. Yeah, she is a very nice lady. She is someone that, honestly, you can see some kind of the unique atmosphere with the Gata Move members, right? Absolutely. Some, yeah. Some, yeah, yeah some, some may say that you are this close because you are very small. You have only, right, Riho, you have only Kotori, like, in the past four or three members, four or five members. But right now, you see Kotomov had a lot of members. And don't, don't forget, we also have the Thai branch. And we, we're still this close. It's a long, long-term, long-distance relationship. Anyway, but we are very close. We go to eating together. We go to kind of too close, so close. So I think that's because we have a good relationship. I mean, it's a nice lady, so she can put us together and and be a good friends. So that's a good thing about her. Before we get into the uh, Japanese uh, Gato Move wrestlers, tell me a little bit about some of the uh, wrestlers in in Thailand. The, some of the the trainees over there. In fact, okay. Uh, in Thailand, it's very difficult to get the trainees. Right now, we have about 10 or 12 wrestlers. With, if we include trainees, it's going to be about 20. But the, uh, the, the difficult thing is, let's see, because wrestling is, even wrestling is in Thai cultures, in Thai society for a very long time, but it's come with the fact that wrestling is fake. Uh, wrestling is some kind of the sport entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. So, so for that, Many people just think wrestling will be easy. So they come to try out, they come, they come to trainings. But the problem is they didn't expect to, 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 to see the wrestling training going to be like this. Like the front row, the basic, after basic, the bumping. They just want to come the first day and become like a John Cena, become like the Undertakers. <laughs> yes, you know, right? So that's why, let's see, the, the ratio going to be like in 100 trainings, you may get one or two that, that's, that's good already. 
I think that's pretty universal. It's it's kind of the same here in, in the states where you oh, know right? you get yeah. you get forty tryouts, forty people trying out, and maybe, maybe one sticks with the the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna always be like that. So, do they have a ring in, in Thailand, or are they wrestling on the mat ring? only? Yeah. No, we have a ring. Yes, we have a ring. We import from Japan. We have a tie of the good sponsors who support us on that. But the problem in Thailand is that how to say. The venue rentals and also the understanding about pro wrestling. Because when you are a wrestling company, wrestling still relate to the image of the violence. So you cannot just rent the venue and say, "Hey, I'm gonna do pro wrestling." Because they're gonna say, "No, that's too dangerous for us." So you cannot find a venue. Mm. The second is the the price gonna be very low. For example, you're gonna have like four hundred dollars for a day, but you you cannot find six hundred dollars a day. It's gonna be four hundred, and then that's gonna be thousand dollars a day. Mm. So you you cannot if you want to do a ring, you need to spend that that much to get the bigger venue, to the enough venue for you to sell a ticket, and you get enough income. So that's why we cannot do much ring shows. Yeah. We do ring show maybe the most five times a year, so that's the most we we, we ever do. But for the match shows, okay, some some, some gonna say that the match show is very small, but talk about the Business perspective, right? You get the same amount of of income. You do mat or you do a ring. So right now, I try to grow the fan base with a mat because good thing for a mat is you can move, you can go anywhere, you can make a tour, you can tour any part of Thailand, and if you get the new fans, you can make sure that you can sell a ring to get, because you are forced to do the big venue for a ring shows, right? Because of the because of the situation in in the countries. So right now we try to get more fans to to get fans from the other entertainment media's like the idols fans, the football fans, blah 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 blah, to make sure they come to watch our show. So yeah, so, tell me some about this. Who who? All right. So let's. Uh, you know that there's a thing in in the states right now too where they're starting to do uh, shows without a ring as well. They're starting to do them like in bars and and like fighting in bars and people fighting around yeah, bars. Yes. So I, I think it's catching on a little bit more. The, 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 no ring shows for for i think let's see uh i think how to say there are so many wrestling companies in southeast asia countries talking to me and ask about the possibilities to do a wrestling so i think that there are so many people that want to do wrestling but have a problem with with the budget so what happened is i think after the success of katomu pro wrestling they give you many possibilities. People can see that, hey, I can start wrestling by just what we had, right? Mm-hmm. So it's prevent people to stop their dream just because they don't have money. So I think that's a very good thing. You know, right now you have the wrestling organization in, in, in Singapore, in, in, in Vietnam, which just doing on a mat. Yeah, so I think at least there's someone who have a dream, who have the willing to do pro wrestling and can start what they want to do. So it is a good thing about about mat wrestling and about what he did yeah uh, let's now let's talk about your your gato move uh play by play uh what are some of your favorite matches you've done uh play by play for with uh gato move my favorite match to play by play is rehold last match why is that the companies uh, because okay rehold is a very important part of our company and she's like my sisters we work together we 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 are too close together, you know, and to let Riho, not, not to let Riho, I mean, to see her separate from the company is very 
emotionals. And I was there personally as a ring announcer by that event. And it feels like it's my duty to, to, to announce or to show the footage of Riho departing to the international fans. It's going to be through the YouTube video, right? So it feels a little bit difficult, emotional to me. And it's good to express the feeling to her, to, to Amy. You know, it's a very difficult day to us. Because I think we all know that she is a very big part of our history, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so, so it's, it's good and, and emotional. So that's why I love. Have you gotten to see her on AEW? Yeah, yeah, a lot. What do you think Be about her on e What do you think about her on AEW? It's good. I, I talked to her and we said like, okay, what do you think from wrestling in front of like, is it yeah, 60 fans to the almost more than 10,000, let's say. And she said that she doesn't know <laughs> because, <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's too fast. She, she went from wrestler in front of a small crowd to become a world champion in the period of just three months. So I think that's, that's a good thing to see her become. I'm going to feel sad if she leaves the company and don't get any success at all, right? Yeah. But now yeah. she out of Katomo Pro Wrestling and become a world-class world player, I think it's worth and she deserved that. I always think Liho deserved to be a superstar, and, and I'm glad she can make it. I'm sure you've seen Emmy on uh, AEW as well. Yeah. I'm I talking to her a lot because, you know, we didn't talk only business. We talked something like nonsense. We talked about Freddie Mercury. We talked something about Thai food, anything. <laughs> so that's fun. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay, so I went to two shows in September at Ichikaya, and yeah. it was I had the most fun there. Uh, the, the, the women were so kind to me. They were trying to talk English for me and I, I told them they didn't have to, but they, you know, they were very super nice to me. And there's somebody that I saw there that I said, I have to make this young lady try to help her to become a superstar. Lulu Pencil. Tell me about Lulu Pencil. Okay. Lulu Pencil is a freelance writer and she's very good. You see, she's went to she one. Uh, she, she will go to she one just for her writing words, you know, when, when someone pay you to go there to work, that means you are good enough, right? So mm -hmm. she is very good with her job. And in wrestling, I think we need to go back to the, she representing the Redemo Joshi Pro Wrestling, which we call the Darejo. You heard that before? Yes. Darejo concept is everybody can be a pro wrestling. So the way we produce a show or produce Darejo wrestlers can be a little bit different. You see that Lulu Pencil, if you go to the proper dojo, you will say, nah, you are not good enough to be a pro wrestler because you, you cannot do this, you cannot do that, right? But we want to show that in a lifetime, you can do pro wrestling. You can try to be a pro wrestler. You can have your main job, but you can use your free time to be a pro wrestler. You can, you can make your dreams come true. So we can make something that you think is a weak point become your strongest point. You see that clearly from the pencil, right? She mm -hmm. trains very hard. You may think uh, she did something so easy. She may just come, no train, and and just do something fun to entertain people. Which is not. She trained very hard. She trains very, very hard. So, what we put on YouTube, what we put in the match, is come by uh, very hardworking girls. You know, so that's something uh, I respect her a lot. With that concept that make the Red Demo or even make the move more special place because we love to support people's dream. And I'm glad to see international fans love the Lupin Seal because anybody who work hard deserves to get to get prize, you know? 
Well, that's well said. Um, yeah. I also I also fell in love with May Suruga. She's she's quite a talented young lady. Yeah, yeah. May Suruga is very nice girl. She she worked hard as well. You see, before before this period, I think in the past two or three years, she she not this good, but she she is the one who always say that. I want to do my best. I want to do my best, and she keep working hard. She said that she want to enjoy pro wrestling. So as long as she still feel struggle to to worry about herself, not good enough, blah 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 blah. The best way for her to to change that ideas is to work hard and make sure she become a better wrestler. So that's why I think she become a better wrestler day by day or every time a commentary for her match. So it that's good for her. And it's nice to see her branch out to do like seedling shows, and she's doing the She Won this weekend as well. So that's 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 great for her, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her and the so the May May tag team she had for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, wrestling Hiroyo Matsumoto and Yoshiko, that's that's good experience for her to have. Yeah, 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 yeah. She is very young anyway. Yeah, and she, so we she we did chat after the, the we we chatted after the seedling show for a few minutes, and she's 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 very nervous, and she's she's got like you said, she's gonna keep her confidence, and and she she's really good, and she she just doesn't know it yet, but she's really really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is very good. She is very polite girls, I think. Her English yeah, is yeah. pretty good too. So I I like she was I was able to chat with her quite a bit, and which it was very nice. She she always try her best, I think. I think she is still she is still young and she's willing to learn. That's why she improved a little fast. And that's why right she's going now, where she's going. She's trying hard, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I think most of the rosters try to improve their English because we know we have more international fans and we just we don't want to be just a receivers. We we want to give something back. And the good thing is we need to we need to know more English, you know, because we just don't. We don't just want to understand what you say, but we want to understand the feeling between the, the conversation as well. So that's why we need to know more about the English. I, I was talking to Emmy after one of the shows at Ichikaya, and, and I told her that, you know, you guys are so kind, and these shows were so fun. You know, I want to tell the world about Gato Move. I want to let everybody know about it. And I promised her, I said, <laughs> when I go back to America, I'm going to tell everybody about Gato Move. And it was the inspiration to start this podcast was was Gato Move. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, and it was it was fun to go to the show and then hear your commentary on the, the matches that I was at. So that was that was kind of neat too. <laughs> okay. That's good. Yeah, no, you, you're you're so talented. You're 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 very fun to listen to. You're oh my god, and that, that kind of stuff all the time. It's 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 very entertaining. <laughs> That's good. Sometimes I don't know how to talk because you know the the play by play is everything happens so fast, right? In a match, so it's improved my English as well. I sometimes I watch my first match like in the commentaries, they come on Barishai and Rick Hall in Ichigaya. It's too too difficult for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm glad I get more positive feedback. But I will keep improving. Yeah, I still not satisfied. And I know. Well, yeah, I'm, I, I'm sure you you go on Twitter and see all the people talk are giving you love all the time about your your commentary. I mean, uh, I can, yeah, can go yeah. on right now and so see appreciate. all these messages about. Yeah, I'm so appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> so I last week I told everybody to watch the uh, Antonio Honda and Lulu pencil match. Okay. What what did you you call that match the greatest match of all time? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to put over our girls, so that's good. Antonio Honda is a super, super fun guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went from Shigaya to the Sumo Hall, so that's really interesting. 
Yeah, that was yeah. I watched that show this past weekend. That was a, a fun show to watch. And Riho's out there too. She's she, that. That's a small crowd now for Riho. The the sumo hall. She's she's used to bigger crowds now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's good. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So let's kind of wrap this up a little bit here. Um, tell me about what's coming up for Gato Move. Okay, uh, I will focus on the. We have a lot of trainees, right? Right now, that's just debut on the 28th of August. So it may take a little bit of time to make sure fans knows more about the other trainees. Right now, okay, let's see. You all know about the pencils, but there are a lot of trainees that that can shine. I think in the next few months, you're gonna see more international fans talk about talk about our trainees. So I'm sure it will happen because I have a uh, trust in our. In, our trainees. So, okay, let's see. My personal course is for us to go back to Kurakuen Hall once again. We didn't go there for a year or two already. So I think with this, with this situation, we have a chance if we keep working hard to be there. Yeah, so I want to make Ichikaya the kind of the, one of the most unique wrestling environment in the world, you know, and become like uh, the symbols of, of Japanese wrestling, something that fans know. I want to change Ichikaya from from the place that ah you have only 40 fans why you just perform on the very small cloud like this blah 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 to become more negative feedback to become like oh i want to be the part of that 40 audience in the venue i want to be that just like you need to 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 challenge each author to get the tickets blah 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 because i think i think nishikaya is very really fun place to watch wrestling in my opinion yeah and it's my favorite place now i mean there's singing there's dancing there's wrestling there's uh talking after the show it's it's a whole unique environment and in such a fun environment yeah and uh, lastly i want the girls who work hard every day like like got to move roster to to get more international fans because okay this is only my opinion but sometimes in, in, in life, in wrestling career, sometimes you may think, ah, maybe we're not good enough. Maybe maybe we don't have a future because we wrestle in a very small cloud. But to have your guys, in the, the international fans, that give us a lot of confidence, you know, to know that many people sharing for us, to know that many people waiting for our next show or many people supporting us. So that's something we know that why we work hard for. So we are always grateful and thankful for you all. Yeah. And Pumi, I don't know if you realize, but how big of a part you're playing in these women becoming successful. I mean, you're the English uh, person, you're the English speaking person that's telling us about these people and you're doing your job as an announcer, yeah. making these people stars. So you're, you're doing a wonderful job at that. Oh, thank you for that. That's what I want it to be. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. I mean, for as, as big as May gets, as big as as uh, Lulu Pencil gets, I mean, you're 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 right there pushing them along and helping them along. I think it's I think it's amazing. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Hey, Pumi, I want to pre- I want to say again, thank you so much for uh, being on the uh, the podcast with me. And uh, I hope when I'm I'm trying to go back to Japan in March, so I'm hoping that maybe sure. you and I can uh, meet up somewhere sometime and uh, and. Uh, Shake each other's hands and watch a show together. Sure, sure. That's going to be good. <laughs> All right. I can't wait for that. All right, Pumi. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you so much. Talk to you soon as well. Have a All good right. day.